five, four, three, two, one. I'm John Miglosh for the Wisconsin DMA and the International Society for Strategic Marketing. I got my my March Madness outfit on here, and uh, and hopefully Wisconsin's going to go all the way. But uh, they're playing tonight, and I'm recording it ahead because the grandkids are coming back on Sunday night. And so I'll be watching, and you can make comments, and you can argue with me, and I'll be right here with you. But I put this together, uh, and and it's going to be an interesting show today. So I want you to hang with me, and we'll see what happens. Okay, so first of all, let's get over here. And this ad, what's amazing to me is I was I was reading an article about uh, about John Caples and about uh, this particular this particular um, ad that was written in 1926. Now can you imagine that an ad written in 1926 would still be uh, current worth talking about? And the article that triggered this wasn't all that great, so I'm just going to skip it. But um, but it was, you know, just this week, just uh, up on up on LinkedIn. Somebody published it as an article, and this is actually the entire text of the ad, which took me like an hour to find, and it is readable in the PDF if you make it full screen. So. If you're interested in actually having a copy of the ad, I don't think I'll save it with the red lines I just put in. Because I want it to be, you know, it's a historical document. And it took me a lot. And I had to I had to get at the at the actual HTML and then grab it out of there. And then it was a it was a real mess trying to get the, my hands on this ad. So so we won't mark it up for you. But um this this is the uh there's there's a lot to this story, and so let's let's dig into it a little bit. Well, here's John Capel's uh, obituary in 1990 um, when he died in in June on June 11th, I think it was of 1990 at 90 years old, and he worked at, in an, in the ad agency for uh, till he was 82. He retired at 82 in. Uh, in the ad agency that he was part of. And I'm impressed with that because, you know, so many of my friends are, are retiring now and, uh, you got to make new friends. Anyway, um, Mr. Capels was an expert in direct response advertising, it says. And, um, he wrote this one ad and they talk about it in his obituary, this famous ad. And um, he had started the year before. He had one year of experience in advertising. And he, but he was cutting his teeth on ads for hair growers, fat reducers, dandruff removers, books on mental healing and personal magnetism. Okay. And <laughs> if you know anything about history, a lot of this stuff was fake, right? Still fake weight loss, uh, magic weight loss tricks, and and now we do have some. There are some legitimate ways to grow hair finally, but uh, but that's what he started with. And I found another article which I really liked. We'll go over here to this one, and um, 
This is by Vivian Queck. I don't know if that's pronounced correctly, but Vivian um, started an ad agency, I believe, in Singapore in about 1998. And uh, so she wrote this article. And um, as far as I know, still in business. But anyway, she said the interesting story behind it was that when Capel started in his first day of work at Ruth Raff and Ryan in 1925, his boss, Ev Grady, told Caples Cap, uh, to start going through two large piles of ads. Okay? Two large piles of ads. Why isn't that? Not? I don't know. For some reason, it's not. Oh, there it goes. Oh, I see what I did. Okay. Two large. I got to get it a little off center if I'm going to get it to work. It does. I got it set on, on boxes instead of lines. Uh, and the first was the first was the successful ads and the second was oh it's set to line it's not doing a line but it's there we go okay the first pile contained hundreds of winning ads and the second much larger pile was a seven inch binder filled with losing ads now this is where it gets interesting and why this is this is worth your time to listen to these were not award-winning ads and non-award-winning ads these were ads at an agency where they actually kept track of of what was selling in a very specific way uh, and it was it's called direct response it's called direct marketing it's called direct mail marketing when I got started, that's what we called it, where we could actually see the ads coming in. If we look back at the at the full page ad, what do you see down in the corner? You see a little, oops, now it is the line, okay? You see a little coupon right there. And so they would see the ad coming back with a coupon. And I believe the offer in this case was for a demonstration free booklet Demo, uh, and demonstration lessons and the ad actually talks about how I started with the demonstration lesson and you know I could play it uh, they showed me how to play it and I could play it I'd love to get the actual lessons if I could really if anyone has that I'd really like to see it if anyone has you know sent away for the dis demonstration lessons uh, Hank Hoke probably has them because he has a whole museum at his house <laughs> of great, great, great direct mail history. So I'll give Hank a call. But anyway, um, you send away for the demonstration lesson so you could actually track the leads coming in. And that's where the magic happens, right? And that's why uh, when, when, uh, <laughs> when, when they wrote scientific advertising, at scientificadvertising.com, which I always recommend, uh, uh, the author said, we know what works because we have 100 years or 50 years at that time of data of ads that worked and that didn't work. So the direct mail industry, Claude Hopkins, that was. Claude Hopkins wrote that book a few years before this, actually. So maybe maybe uh, Caples, John Caples actually read that anyway so 
So his training was to sit down. Uh, it says the first day of work, uh, sit down and do this. But then two months later, Caples wrote what became the most famous headline in history. When They laughed when I sat down at the piano, but then I started to play. So what is it about this headline? Well, first, there's an emotional hook. You feel sorry for the guy, okay? And it's even worse than that because if you look at the, at the full ad, and, and I'm going to blow it up here for you a little bit. Uh, we'll go one more, okay? And this lady, you see the lady here? Talking to Arthur, his, he's named in the in the ad itself in the copy. Oh, here he is named too. Can he really play? A girl whispered. Heavens, no! Arthur exclaimed. He's never played a note in his life. Okay. <laughs> so even before you get into the ad, you feel sorry for this guy. And then in the ad it says, "And I gave the the I gave the stool a quarter turn. Like uh, it's really going to change the height of the stool. It's just." It's it, he, he saw it as a joke and uh, he even tells a joke here. Let's see. What was the joke? This is great stuff. I don't think I've ever read that. Uh, he, as he'd seen an imitator of Pedruski doing a vaudeville sketch and then somebody in the back yells, what do you think of his execution? Called a voice from the rear. We're in favor of it. Came back the answer and the crowd rocked with laughter. Okay, so it's not looking so good. There's an emotional connection, right? Instantly, a tense silence fell on the guests. The laughter died on their lips as if by magic. I played through the first bars of Liszt's immortal Liebestrom. And then he plays Moonlight Sonata, Beethoven. And so anyway, it's really quite the, you know, quite the hero's journey here. So anyway, uh, so there's an emotional hook. Your sympathy and empathy are already with this budding pianist, okay? You yearn to see the underdog and see if he can win the fight. I'm rooting for so many comp so many teams. <laughs> the underdogs are winning on the sure things that I picked and the and the <laughs> and the underdogs I picked aren't winning at all. But anyway, so then you start reading the lengthy sales copy, which you can't find anywhere else. You got to go over to WDMA.org and I'll get rid of those red marks and uh, you can read it. But you have to subscribe, which is free. OK, so get over to WDMA. And I don't know. Like I said, it took me an hour to find that. And it's a picture of the actual ad. And so it's hard to read. But if you blow it up, it's it's really clear. It's really good. So it's worth the trip. Okay, and then she talks about some other things. Uh, and so lastly, then this is the funniest part. This is this is an, like an interview from Carolyn Moss from 2013. And she she's apparently there was this website called Viral Nova or Viral Nova. <laughs> anyway, and on. Uh, and it, and it was churning out fake news, or not exactly fake news, but but clickbait news. And most of the headlines were, you won't believe, or this made me cry, but, and then a kicker sentence, what happens next will blow your mind. Then this happened. <coughs> and I actually clicked on them, and they were kind of legitimate. But what uh, this guy, Scott, Scott, let's look him up. That's John Capel. Scott DeLong. 
he has a he had a framed copy which I'd love to get of the Capel's ad up on his wall. Excuse me. <coughs> I've had this cough for two years. I think I had it from COVID before anybody knew what it was. But anyway, it's the only thing I got. But so I laughed when I sat down and he kept it over his his office, you know, like I got the Hubble Deep Space up here. And um and he used it to to have his sight. He stares at the poster every day. And if you analyze the clickbait that you're clicking on, <coughs> he says, I think it's the most perfect headline ever written. And those same psychological reasons for what working is why Viral Nova is so far working today. And apparently, I mean, it's, the site's still up, and it looks like they have ads on it. I don't know what they're... They were ranked like 400,000th, which is about my ranking on the ESPN uh, bracket. I said to my wife last night, I said, I'm in the top 10 million. <laughs> no, I don't. I think I've fallen out of that now. I, don't, I haven't even gotten that far. Yeah, it's bad. I'm doing bad. But anyway, the... The ad, original ad is John Caples, and it's been copied over and over for 87 years. So, look, for 80, the last 87 years, scores of imitations used, they laughed when as a lead-in for sites like Viral Nova. And there's a book out, published in 1959, to teach people the history of advertising decades before the viral content would become a leading player in digital journalism and advertising. So anyway, you don't just walk away from these principles, okay? And that's the, the news for today. Have a great day. Like and share. Your friends will know you're smart. And get over to WDMA and, and we're... Thursday afternoon, we're going to have our, one of our great meetups, and you always meet some interesting people. Bye-bye.